Hey, this is Andrew Stewart-Jones. I play Christmas Allen on Gotham, and you are listening to Gotham TV Podcast. This is Victoria Cartagena. I play Renee Montoya on Gotham, and you're listening to Gotham TV Podcast. Welcome to Gotham TV Podcast. This is episode 15. What did you think of our new intro? The new intro is brilliant. It's so cool. Thank you so much to Victoria Cartagena and Andrew Stewart-Jones for, for doing that for us. It's really, really cool. Thank yeah, we're delighted. Delighted. I've been working on this for a couple of months. This is our uh, our episode 15 of our podcast, which is our interview with Victoria Cartagena and Andrew Stewart-Jones, who play Rena Montoya and Chris Allen, respectively, on the upcoming show Gotham. Uh, delighted to have you guys join us for, for this one. We're, uh, we're really happy. Uh, I'm Derek, one of your hosts for, for this show. And I'm John, your other host. And of course with the unofficial podcast of the upcoming TV show Gotham and the DC Connected Universe. Yeah, I got a bit too excited and forgot to say that at the start. <laughs> <laughs> That's understandable. So we'll get... And it's not that far off now. It's like less than two weeks almost. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Getting very excited now. Yes. Very excited. Closing in. Yeah. Um, we got a bit, of, a bit of news to start off our podcast as usual, and then we'll get to the interview in a couple of minutes. Off to the news. The big news, other than Montoya and Alan being on the show, is that Netflix purchased the worldwide broadcast rights for Gotham, and that's essentially before the first episode has even aired. In relation to what Netflix has done previously, this is pretty unprecedented, Mm. and that the streaming service would have purchased this before that first episode or even the first season has been broadcast. And essentially then... It's going to begin streaming uh, in 2015 and after Linear TV, so that's the networks or terrestrial TV, say, over here, uh, Fox, CTV, Channel 5, complete their runs of the show. So they'll stream after the shows have aired on the, those um, different broadcasters. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's really interesting that they've done this. Like Netflix is becoming a huge powerhouse in, uh, in in broadcasting at the moment. You know, they've they've said 2015 is when they're airing. They have not confirmed a date. They've not confirmed a month. Uh, some people are speculating that essentially it'll come out around the same time as DVD or or Blu-ray will come out for the season. Um, I'm kind of feeling like there's the specific wording around it was once it finishes on linear TV, it'll be broadcasting on yeah. Netflix worldwide. There's a lot of territories where Netflix is that don't actually have uh, a confirmed broadcaster for the show. So I think they're going to get in quite early with this. I think it's probably going to be, uh, you know, if you've got 16 episodes, that'll probably finish somewhere around March, April next year. And it could be quite quickly after that, maybe a month or so after that, uh, that's finished. Yeah, I think this is really important for the show Gotham. It potentially, I'm sure they've seen at least the pilot. Mm-hmm. They have some idea what they're purchasing, yeah. at least. Um, it's not a complete blind purchase, I wouldn't have thought. Oh, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but having said that, that's a really good statement for the show. It obviously, with the money associated with the deal, provides um, financial impetus to the show. Certainly, if it gets a season two, you know, it helps with just general production values, what they can do, what they may even think or attempt to do. So that's really good. And I would think that this could also be a game changer for 
TV in general. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like it, it's it's phenomenal what Netflix have been doing. I think people were really surprised at shows like House of Cards and um, and Orange is the New Black. How quickly those are getting a full season yeah. of that in one day. People have really enjoyed that that kind of way of streaming their shows. And they're good shows as well. I mean, yeah. it's quality shows. Yeah. Um. So that that's always good because it then becomes a quality product. Absolutely. And the bigger news here. Which is sitting in the background is that now Netflix has the four Marvel shows, one premiere next year, which is Daredevil, and they're also going to have Gotham, a DC show. So I, it looks like Marvel and DC are, are now at home on Netflix together, which is Certainly. really interesting. Yeah. And Netflix aren't necessarily um, or simply going to choose one over the other. Exactly. That essentially is not going to happen anymore. Yeah, yeah. So really interesting. Uh, only other bit of news for ourselves for for Gotham TV podcast. Just so you guys are aware, we're doing a roundtable discussion with two other podcasts uh, on Saturday coming. Uh, depending on when you're listening to this, that's the uh, Saturday, the fourteenth of September at eight p.m. in the, the U.S. Which is one <laughs> in the morning. One in yeah. the morning um, over here in Dublin. Yeah. Uh, on Sunday morning, so we'll in be. In a different day. Yes, I'm sure it'll be really, really exciting, and I'm sure uh, we'll we'll be uh, effusive in our conversation as always. Yeah, I'm looking I forward to it. I think there's video as well, so you can see us fall off our chairs with the lack of sleep that we're getting. <laughs> um, but I'm sure that it will be a really good uh, roundtable discussion, yeah. and that's going to be um, ourselves joined uh, by Before the Bat and Legends of Gotham. Yeah, and we'll be having our preseason one discussion. So uh, should be really interesting. We're looking forward to it. And then in other DC connected universe. News. We still need to try and change that. That's pretty good. Um, That's pretty good. The Rock has finally confirmed now that he is going to play the role of supervillain Black Adam, uh, Shazam's sort of nemesis and the anti-hero Black Adam. Yeah, yeah. So there's no confirmation of what movie he's going to appear in or what TV or what. Obviously not a TV show considering it's The Rock, uh, but he's not. There's no con- confirmation of what movie that he's going to be in. I'm sure we'll be hearing it very soon. He could be in the Justice League. Potentially, he could be in. Batman versus Superman, who knows? Or a standalone Shazam movie with himself in there. Yeah. So, but it's a big name. Will it be one movie? Will it be um, a number of the movies? Mm-hmm. He's signing up to a number of them. We don't know yet, but potentially The Rock could be playing in just a single film, or it could be in a number of different films where they might actually chart some serial look over the course of different films of an anti-hero or a uh, a, a villain, in a sense. Yeah, yeah, no, really interesting. Excited to see after the, after all these months of uh, of the Rock teasing it. Um, it's pretty pretty fun that he's going to be playing the uh, playing the bad guy in, yeah, uh, in yeah. the movie. Yeah, really good. So we've discussed the character Jim Carrigan previously on our on our podcasts, uh, mm. <laughs> but we've we've also discussed the character Jim Carrigan, who's coming up on the uh, the TV show Constantine. Uh, we've heard today that uh, Dublin actor Emmett Scanlon has been hired to play Detective Jim Carrigan on the show, and we have a little correction to our previous discussions about Jim Carrigan. Um, it's pretty likely that this Jim Carrigan is actually going to be based on a character also called Jim Carrigan, who. Uh, was host to a cosmic entity called the Spectre in the 1940s uh, comic books. It's quite interesting. It's uh, it's apparently the two characters have no connection specifically ever called out in the comic books, mm-hmm. but Jim Carrigan is a detective, uh, works in New Orleans, um, and he's the host for this character, the Spectre, essentially. So 
it's still a possibility there's a crossover. Yes. I take back my boo then. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's a good cop. Um, yeah. Yeah, originally. And interestingly enough, one of the links, even though it's not direct um, with the comics, is that Christmas Allen also became the Spectre as well. Mm, yep, interesting. We're not We're going to go into more detail there, just in case we spoil anything in the stories for you. No, but there is a mighty web that is woven in the mm-hmm. DC universe. So... Um, Certainly hard to keep track of sometimes. Yeah. We're looking forward to seeing what uh, Emmett Scanlon does for the role. Um, we're certainly excited for Constantine just as much as for Gotham. Maybe yeah. slightly less, but um, nonetheless, we're looking forward very much to this uh, DC property as well coming to the TV. Just as a reminder, the competition to win um, the Penguin Poster Art by Matthew J. Fletcher is starting to come to a close, and the winner will be chosen... Uh, on our podcast um, that looks at the first episode of Gotham. Remember, this is open to anyone worldwide. All you need to do is post a comment, um, send in a question, provide us with some feedback for discussion, put up a review on iTunes, and you'll be put into the hat for this piece of Penguin poster artwork, again, by... Matthew J. Fletcher. Yeah, so we got a few people in the head already. As, as John said, all you need to do is just post a comment or send a question. Um, Dan Miles actually did uh, did all of these. He uh, posted a comment, sent an iTunes, an iTunes um, yeah. review, and posted on our website in the feedback section. So thanks so much, Dan. It's really good to hear from you. What he said essentially on our on our Facebook page, just wanted to bring this comment into in for discussion, I suppose. Um, so he started with the first episode last Monday, mm-hmm. and he's up to the middle of the Dark Knight Rises review, which is uh, nine episodes, I think. So he's probably listened to a, uh, that is twenty hours or so going. of our yeah. twenty hours or so of our coverage. That's pretty episode. good going, definitely. Yeah. Well done. I can see why you probably paused after that amount of time with our <laughs> with our uh, dulcet tones. I'm sure. Um, what he said is that that we're uh, that. The last comic that he's read was The Killing Joke, which is a fantastic comic. He said he's seen all the movies, but you guys have gotten me reinterested in getting into comics again. Uh, where would you recommend me jumping back in? It's spoilers for him for our later podcasts, but we definitely would say that Gotham Central is essential reading, certainly if there's an interest in the TV show as well. Absolutely. But standalone, they are really good um, comics and a great collection of different story arcs and character development of people in the GCPD. Um, It's really good, as you'll probably find out from our podcasts. Um, And then certainly the new Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo Batman comics that are out, the new 52, are excellent series of comics. And certainly the story, A Court of Owls, is really worth checking out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a couple of the Batman stories, if you like The Killing Joke, which is which was a Joker story, quite clearly by the name. Um, one of my favorites definitely is The Long Halloween, uh, which is uh, which forms some of the basis of uh, of The Dark Knight um, and some of the characters in there. Um, Dark Victory is another fantastic Batman story if you're more into Batman. And Hush as well is another really good Batman story arc uh, as well yeah. by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. So a really good collection of uh, comics done by uh, the writer and artist Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah really, really good. Uh, the one I'm reading this week at the moment is uh, I'm going backwards in time um, from Gotham Central and actually reading Officer Dan, which also features characters from Gotham Central, a lot of the different characters from Gotham Central, um, and is also written by Greg Rucka. Really enjoying it, but um, very different. And uh, with the artwork, I don't think the characters are quite as fleshed out. Um, 
as they are in Gotham Central, obviously. So some of the characters, particularly Stacy, the intern, like I said to you, the uh, the uh, the artwork for her, she looks like a punk kid in Officer Dan, and she's just such a sweet little character in the uh, in Gotham Central. You know, it's a, it's a very different look for. Her. Yeah, a big change in style from kind of zingy sort of punk to um, a bit more toned down in Gotham Central. Um, So something happened to poor old Stacey along the way, I think. (laughs) Aye, absolutely. Uh, So thanks very much, Dan, for your uh, your feedback. Thanks, Dan. As always, anybody listening, you can email us in at gothamtvpodcast at gmail.com. You can get us on Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, obviously. Uh, You can also... All on the handle Gotham TV Podcast. Please leave a comment, leave some feedback, um, and also um, you can leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher and any other podcatcher. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and obviously, very short time going into the uh, to the end of the Penguin poster competition. So, get in your feedback now. Um, excellent. So, I think it might be on to our interview. Before we start off with the interview, we obviously just want to say a bit of thanks. Um, to, Certainly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Firstly, to Amy over at Channel 5 and Holly Mark and Stephen at Warner Brothers for making this happen, really. Without them, we definitely wouldn't have gotten this far. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for oiling the wheels of, of the interview. It's really nice uh, of you to do this, and we're really appreciative. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously to Victoria Cartagena and Andrew Stewart-Jones, who've been a pleasure to deal with. They've been really, really good. Exactly. Um, they really, um, you know, it's a busy period of time. They're still filming. Uh, the premiere is coming up in New York, as well as the first release on Fox Networks on the 22nd of September. So for them to give over some time to write down their answers to our questions and also to record this audio that you're going to hear now in response to our questions is so generous of them and we can't thank them enough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we sent our questions out to Victoria Cartagena and Andrew Stewart-Jones and they replied back with written answers to our questions and also provided audio. Well, 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 if it isn't Montoya and Allen, major crimes unit. Any leads? Just getting started. I'll be straight. You want us to take it off your hands? Come on, Bullock. You know you're scared of this case. What drew you to audition for a role in the upcoming Batman prequel series, Gotham? Did you have much exposure to previous incarnations of this universe, such as the movies, comics, or TV shows? When I got the call for the audition, there was no script. There were only dummy sides. Uh, however, I was aware that it had something to do with Batman's Gotham. And, you know, because I'd been a fan my all my life, I, um, I certainly wanted a chance to be a part of the show because I grew up watching the Batman reruns with Adam West and, and seeing all the Batman films, you know, from the eighties, nineties, up until, you know, the Nolan films, I've seen them all in the theater. So I was definitely familiar and excited to, to even audition for it. Honestly, the audition was one of a bunch on Valentine's Day this year, and I was just trying to get through the day. And at the time, I had no idea what I was going to get involved in. And also, the role was a possible recurring, so, you know, all that, though that is wonderful, I was already auditioning for a series regulars role, so this really wasn't high on the list. And I should add that the folks behind Gotham were very secretive and sneaky. I mean, I had no idea exactly what I was rooting for. 
You've been cast in the roles of Rene Montoya and Crispus Allen, detectives in the Gotham City Police Department. What qualities of the characters of Montoya and Allen drew you to their characters? I love that she's passionate and fiercely loyal, and I'm really drawn to what a badass she is, because <laughs> she certainly has a swagger um, that I don't, and so that's fun to play. Um, and, you know, she works with some really tough guys, and but she can hang with the best of them, and and as an actor, I appreciate that she's flawed. Um, she's, you know, she's strong and intelligent, but at the same time, she's quick to anger and it sometimes clouds her judgment. So she's tough and but vulnerable, too, and that's always interesting to play. Without a doubt, his moral compass would always be his outstanding quality. In a world so dark and corrupt, Alan has his eye on the right way to do things, and I love that. This is the first screen outing for Rene Montoya. She's known in the comics to have a complex and interesting backstory in both her professional and private life. Will we see any of these complexities play out in the TV series? So I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but the episodes that we have shot, um, you'll definitely get a glimpse into the complex relationships, for sure. <laughs> this is also the first screen outing for Crispus Allen. He is known in the comics to be fiercely loyal to his friends, but doesn't suffer fools lightly. Will we see any of these strong character traits play out in the TV series? Well, Rob Brown played a, a GCPD officer by the name of Alan in The Dark Knight Rises, um, just FYI. But yes, this is Christmas Allen's big debut as such, and you've basically described me, Andrew, to a T, so yes. Another important person in Rene's life is Detective Christmas Allen. Uh, your partner in the GCPD. Given that they have such a close relationship, how has it been creating and developing that bond with Andrew Stewart-Jones? I absolutely could not have asked for a better screen partner. Um, from the first day that we walked onto set, we had this immediate connection, and you know he's become a really great friend. And I think our bond just keeps strengthening the more that we work together, and it's certainly transferred onto the screen. Um, he's just an amazing actor, very generous actor, and just a lot of fun to be around. So I'm just, I'm really just grateful to be be able to be his partner. Detective Allen is very protective of Rene Montoya, his partner in the GCPD, and is known in the comics to have her back in many tough situations, both in the field and in the office. Are you enjoying creating this partnership with Victoria Cartagena as Rene Montoya? Working with Victoria is an absolute honor and a treat. She's incredible. Very giving, funny, <laughs> and gullible. So susceptible to all of my shenanigans, which I love. Um, the on-screen relationship, I believe, will benefit from the instant connection we have as professionals. We've been covering the comic series Gotham Central in the lead-up to the show, and have particularly been enjoying the interplay between your character and Crispus Allen. We know that you've been reading the series too. Are there any standout moments that you have read and would like to see transferred to the TV series? I really uh, loved this story arc for Renee in Half a Life. Uh, she went through a lot of highs and lows. So I really um, hope that it makes it onto the show because w what stood out to me was how strong the bond is between Montoya and Alan. And during those really tough times, Alan was really the only person who went to bat for her, and he had her back without question. And um, you could just see how loyal and fiercely loyal they were to one another and how much they trusted each other. And so they're more like, more, you know, than partners. They're friends or um, more like family, actually. Um, so I hope that that the audience will get to see that bond, and it was important to me to see it, to read it on paper, to make sure that we were, you know, getting the job done. 
We're also enjoying the interplay between your character and Rene Montoya. We know a number of the cast have been given Gotham Central to prepare for their roles. Were you given any reading material to guide your preparation of your character? And to what extent do you balance this with bringing new ideas to the role? Um, I wasn't asked to read anything, but I'm a bit of a comic nut. I didn't want to just lift the character off the comic book pages and present him on people's screens. I wanted him to be human, you know, um, accessible. But at the time, I am committed to always having the comic as the foundation upon which I build. Gotham has many different characters on the path to greater destinies. Jim Gordon eventually becomes the commissioner of the GCPD, the young Bruce Wayne, Will in adulthood, become the Batman, and Oswald Cobblepot is taking his first steps on the road to leading the criminal underworld. Which of these narratives most excites you? So I've had the privilege to work with all of these, to do at least one scene with all of these actors. So um, I'm just really looking forward to what each of them brings to the story because they're so talented and they bring their own sort of unique and original take on the portrayal. So it's, it's just going to be thrilling to watch all of them. Gotham has some other interesting characters on the payroll of the GCPD. There is the mystery of Edward Nigma, the intensity of Jim Gordon's moral code, the political aspirations of Captain Sarah Essen, and the old-school style of Harvey Bullock. How does this mix of characters affect the dynamic of the GCPD, and which of these characters interests you the most? Um, you know, the beauty, mystery, and sheer fun of Gotham is the multifaceted dynamics of the relationships. It's never-ending. It's always escalating, and it's fascinating to witness. In this version, I was Harvey's partner before Gordon, and so there's tension, um, a wound or two, and a deep history. I'm closest to him. Um, I won't say, you know, if that's necessarily good or bad. The fan reaction is building for the show in a big way. Are you excited for the New York premiere of Gotham in September, where you and your fellow cast members get to experience the fan reaction to the pilot firsthand? Uh, for sure. <laughs> I'm definitely excited. We've been working on this for months. It feels like a really long time, and we just really can't wait to share it with the public. And um, I really hope to, you know, hear back from the fans and I hope that they enjoy it. And I think that they will. So, yes, can't come soon enough. Just a few more weeks. <laughs> when the word for <clears throat> my level of excitement is invented, I will happily use it ad nauseum. Until then, we can use the longest word from Mary Poppins. It's PG rated, which helps. Finally, if ourselves, Derek and John, Gotham TV podcast were to be questioned in the suspect interview room at the GCPD, which of the Montoya-Allen partnership would play the good cop, and who would play the bad cop? Don't hurt us. And this is my favorite question. So, you know, you guys are so great that I think um, there'd be no need for either of us to play the bad cop, but on the off chance that one of you broke the law or you just had something that we needed, some information, then I'm sure, I'm pretty sure Montoya would be the one to ride you until you spill the beans, because... She is a dog with a bone, that one. So, yeah, I put my money on Montoya. If you ever end up being questioned by us, that information will not help you in the slightest, and you will be wishing and praying to wake up from your bad dream. Right? Gotham TV podcast, do not cross Alan and Montoya. Oh, and just so you know, thanks for all this. I'll be listening in, and enjoy the premiere. So once again, we really want to thank both Victoria Cotina and Andrew Stewart-Jones for their time responding to our questions. We hope that everyone's enjoys listening to their their answers and it's really nice to hear some some of their responses, particularly 
this nod to Harvey Bullock and and uh, Crispus Allen's potential relationship. Mm-hmm. That's a really interesting point um, from some of those answers. Yeah, everyone's it's, got a history in Gotham, don't they? It's awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> it's great to hear that the two of them are, have a good off-screen relationship just as much as um, they're going to have a real kick-ass, um, top-notch, on-screen partnership. That's really interesting to hear. Yeah. Really keen on seeing as well these complexities of Rene Montoya. They're either, you know, hinted at or they play a part in some of the stories and interpersonal relationships on the show. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind after that interview with Victoria that she knows exactly who uh, who Rena Montoya is as a character. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be brilliant and I love the uh, love. Just understanding what we're going to see next. It's brilliant. They obviously cast... Andrew Stewart Jones really well if he has some of the similar character traits of Christmas Allen. Um, so definitely, I think, be really scared in the interrogation. <laughs> <laughs> so next up is our roundtable discussion for our thoughts on season one with two of, two of the other podcasts. Uh, check out our website for details on that. We'll give you we'll give you um, how to how to get onto the podcast and see it being recorded live on Google Plus or Google Hangouts. Um, and also that will obviously appear in our next uh, our next podcast. Thanks for joining us. Um, you can get in contact with us with any questions or uh, any recommendations who to interview next. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just email us at Gotham TV Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on Facebook. Yeah, Google+. Plus. Um, we also have Flickr and Tumblr as well. Follow us. The handles are all Gotham TV Podcast. Mm-hmm. You're more than welcome to drop us a message uh, and leave a comment, leave feedback, and by leaving a review on iTunes. Brilliant. Thanks very much for joining us, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, thanks again. However dark and scary the world might be right now, there will be light. There will be light. Brooks. Gotham TV podcast, do not cross Alan and Montoya.